0: knowledge you want malik books has all the knowledge you need malik books yeah they have all the books that the whole wide world wanna read malik books welcome to malik's bookshelf bringing a world together with books culture and community hi my name is malik muhammad your host of malik's bookshelf well we're on episode 15 this is an important episode. I'm gonna tell you why. It's my birthday week. When I when it hit my birthday, March 4, it's the whole week. I'm celebrating the whole week. So this episode comes out during my birthday week. So I'm excited to bring this episode forward, and it's a little different this week because it's, my whole episode is wrapped up in inspiration book review, community, and culture. It's just wrapped up into all of the elements that I typically have on my podcast. The title of this episode is The Nipsey Hustle Effect. And so during this episode, I'm going to be talking about different books that were on the Nipsey Hustle reading list the five books that I'm going to highlight, emphasize, is The Out of War by Sun Tzu. Think and Grow Rich by Dennis Kimball. The 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. Powernomics by Dr. Claude Anderson. And The Spook Who Sat by the Door by Robert Greenland. So I'm going to highlight those five books. And as a result of me talking about those books, I'm really doing book reviews. So I'm going to bring forth all of the inspiration the community, the culture, and the book review all wrapped up as I talk about the Nipsey Hustle transformation table at Malik Books and all the books, not all, but some of the books that are on the list because this list has inspired so many gener- generation X, my generation, and the millennials have been inspired by the books that Nipsey Hussle read. And so I thought that this episode for this week should, I should talk about Nipsey Hussle and the effect that he had on our lives and in the community. So stay tuned for the Nipsey Hussle effect. I want to talk about somebody that is near and dear to me personally and to the community that Malik Book's. Exists He recommended books Because he read books And he used books because he wanted to uplift His community and the people around him And his recommended reading list Is one of the hottest and most Celebrated reading lists I have at Malik Books And around this country Now this person Also created businesses, and he wanted to uplift the community. And even though he made millions of dollars, he didn't leave the community. He still wanted to use his knowledge, his wisdom, and his understanding to make a difference. So he was not only an artist, a rapper, a businessman, but he was an activist. I'm talking about Nipsey Hussle. And the Nipsey Hussle reading list is available at Malik Books because his books are powerful, empowering, and uplifting. I personally read a lot of these books on the list years ago. But the Nipsey Hussle reading list, transform Nipsey Hussle's life. And what separates Nipsey Hussle from other artists is the fact that he shared his recommended reading list to his fans, to his friends, and to the community. And we have that recommended reading list right here at Malik Books. So I thought I should talk about the transformation table at Malik Books, the Nipsey Hustle reading list. Now, some of those books are powerful. We have a book called The Art of War that's on that list. The Art of War. This book was written thousands of thousands of years ago, but it offers military strategies strategies that you can use in your life right now, how to overcome the issues that you're dealing with, whether in your relationship, the community, or on your job. That's an excellent book by Sun Tzu, The Art of War. If you haven't read The Art of War, they tr- they recommend this in militaries, in business A lot of CEOs have read, listen, this world, you got to know how to navigate in and out of this world. You got to know how to overcome obstacles. There is no situation, environment, or um, industry where you don't have to overcome obstacles. That's just a reality. Listen, every flower... Has insects around. No matter how beautiful the flower is, it still has insects around it. What? As a force against the beauty. (laughs) So all I'm saying, look, and you flowers have to deal with wind, storms, but they still bloom and they still become beautiful. And that's just how life is. No matter what obstacles that you have to deal with, you got to learn how to overcome. And there are books that give you strategy, such as Sun Tzu's The Art of War. Now, another book on that list is called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Excellent book. Excellent book. I personally like Think and Grow Rich, A Black Choice by Dennis Kimball. (laughs) Because that book, you know, is interpreted and written in a way where you can relate if you're a black person. So that's why I like that book, because... You know, like, you know, in each community, we have our own language and we have our own, you know, um, just basically we have our own way of looking at things and seeing things. Because, you know, like two people can see the same thing and they can they just see it different because of their lifestyle and how they was raised. And so it's impossible for everybody to see things the same way, you know, so if two people see the same thing, they're going to have two different versions. Why? Because the way you was raised, the way you see the world, the way you see yourself, all of that's going to factor in. It's just the way it is. And so that's why I just like to think of grow with Your black choice because Dennis Kimball was an, you know, he's a CEO executive. Uh, he was a writer for uh, black enterprise magazine, and he's done so many other things, but his background is just business. And that book, he took the pioneering Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, and he just, you know, put a twist on it called the Black Choice. Anyway, moving on. Now, the 48 Laws of Power by Robert Green. That's part of the Nipsey Hustle reading list. That's a powerful book. Now, Robert Green goes all over the country, all over the world, and he talks about strategies to that you have to deal with to overcome whatever, you know, you have to deal with in business, you know. A lot of these jobs that are high-powered, hey, man, it's a lot of pressure. You're dealing with a lot of people and a lot of pressure, and you got to know how to manage that and how to deal with that. I know 50 Cent ran the 48 Laws of Power. Guess what he said? He said the takeaway from that book was never act like you smarter than your boss. <laughs> never act like you smarter than your boss. So the 48 Laws of Power, you know, that's one of our hottest selling books at Malik Books. We always are reordering 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. Now, he wrote a lot of other books, that are, you know, because so you can also check out those. But the 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene, that's on the Nipsey Hussle reading list. Now, one of the books is near and dear to me that I always promote. You know, people ask me all the time, hey, what's the one of your most favorite books or the favorite book? You know, you're going to have many no one really can narrow it down to one book. We, we learn from many other books. Whatever it is that you're striving for in life, well, there are different books that you have to read in order to achieve. So, but the one book that I know that I think is empowering, inspiring, motivating, uplifting is Powernomics by Dr. Claude Anderson. I'm not sure he's a doctor, but I know he's an educator. But Claude Anderson... Who wrote Powernomics, the national plan to empower black America. And why? Listen, I'm a black man in America. And at one time, and it might be still today, the black man is the most endangered species in America. So this is why I got to emphasize. Who and what I am, because. We're stigmatized here in America. Yes, we have overcome, we've made achievements, we have ex- excelled. It don't change the fact that black men are incarcerated at the most highest rate in America and that the black man isn't endangered species in America. So I can't shy away from that reality. I've had my experiences. Pledging in college, being pulled over, calling the N-word for no reason. So the powernomics, the national plan to empower black America. It's important because money runs the world. And we need to learn how to pull money together to Solve some of these problems that we don't have to bag the government or no one else if we just pull as black people money together to fund our projects and our dreams and our goals and build a generation of change. And that can be done without the hand. The hand being held out because we have one point five trillion dollars already. So let's pull that together, find a way to unite and pull the money together so that we can do for self instead of the hand being held out. It's things we can do without always asking government and other people. But there's things that we need to do. We see people become rich every day on the Powerball just paying two dollars. Because there's so many people, someone wins a billion dollars. At what point in time are we going to learn that all we need to do is trust each other and pull our money, resources, intellect, and build a reality right here in America? And we can do that. And that's what this book, Powernomics, is all about. It's what we can do right now, the national plan to empower black America. And we can do that right now. We must do that right now. We have to do this right now. And we need to stop playing and do for us right now. It's a saying that I came across what it says. uh, Do for yourself. I'm trying to remember why I'm talking on this podcast. (laughs) I'm trying to remember. I got so many thoughts just flowing in my head because you can't ask others to do for you what you could do for yourself. That's what I wanted to say. You asking people to do for you what you already can do for yourself. We ain't lacking money. $1.5 trillion come through the black man and woman's hands in America. That's not crumbs. But it's not the money. It's what you do with the money. And until you pull this money together and use it as a tool to elevate and enhance your community, and your people, then it's all going to be self-centered. You're just going to go out and buy the fancy car. And you can do that, but you also can use some of that money. Because if twenty pe- if 40 million black people gave $20 a month in a black fund and put about 12 proven black people over the board of that money, guess what? Every month you can raise 8 Hundred million dollars. I think that's around twelve billion dollars a year. How much good in the hood can twelve million dollars do for you? We could build schools, factories. We could do so much with twelve billion dollars every year on our own with money we already have. Can buy land right here in America, build schools right here in America build factories, jobs, a community right here in America. We can do that. Because we already have the money, but we have to unite the money. Nipsey Hussle didn't graduate from high school. He didn't graduate from college, but he was educated. Know how? Self-educate. So even if you was dealt with a hand that you didn't like, And even if you was dealt with conditions, you didn't like, like violence and gangs that you growing up around. Don't mean you can't change your reality. Don't mean you can't change your condition. Is it hard? Yeah. Is it difficult? Yeah. But that's just the hand you dealt with. Nipsey Hussle hand was, he was dealt a hand and he changed it and believed. And used what he learned to try to help other people. We feel like that's what we do here at Malik Books. We book activists. We use books to help our community. We use books to help change people's lives. We use books to make a difference. We book activists. I've been serving this community since 1990 with books. I love it. Now we got the bookmobile out hitting schools, hitting community organizations, festivals, churches. We on the road. We taking the show to them. But Nipsey Hussle. Had a love for books. Had a love for reading. He changed his life by reading books. He changed his life by reading books. He read books on the Black Panthers. He read books about the black man in America. He wanted to use. Books to unite our people. He wanted to use what he learned in books to unite our people, not run from our people. He wanted to transform the community. Buy back the block was one of his slogans. Buy back the block. Don't have to buy everything. Just buy the block at a time. You know. You know what I was saying. You take a village to raise a child. Everyone bring a brick. Hey, we take one brick, build a house, pass it on. Everybody bring another brick, build a house, pass it on. So we got books. um, On Huey Newton, Soul on Ice, you know, Soledad Brothers. um, The story of Huey Newton. um, The spook who sat by the door by Sam Greenlee. All right. Now, let me tell you about that book, Spook Who Sat by the Door. Because what I heard in the streets, what I heard, oh, before I get to the spook who sat beside the door, you know. Nipsey had had some spirituality. He even, you know, talked about the book of Enoch that he read. He talked about the, the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you know. Seize the Time by Huey Newton. Guerrilla marketing. Because he wanted th- to brand his business and take Marathon Continues to another level. You can- How are you going to do that if you-, if you don't got the knowledge? You better read it or talk to somebody. <laughs> so he-, he understood that technology is the future. So he opened up you know, a workspace, technology, and so forth. But getting back to The Spook Who Sat Beside the Door by Sam Greenlee. What I heard in the streets was that book was supposed to be the next um album that he was going to come out with. That it was going to be that title. That's what I heard in the streets now. Um, I don't know if it's accurate, but I do know Nipsey Hussle recommended The Spook Who Sat Beside the Door. And that book by Sam Greenland, it's an old book. It was written a while ago, but it's it, the main factor of that book is the fact that the guy, the character, was trained by the CIA and the intelligence agency of America, and the knowledge that he learned, he wanted he brought back to his community to use it in order to empower his community. And that's to me what is the meat and potatoes of the spook who said beside the door that the information that you learn and some of us clandestine, but you, we work in every major industry in America. And we, those are resources, the knowledge that you learn. So why not use that to Enhance the community, to uplift the community, to embellish and elevate the community. And we need more people to do things like that, that have that intelligence, that has that knowledge, that works in them high profile positions in America. Why not bring that information to your hood, to your community, to your neighborhood and elevate? Don't run from it. That's what the book, The Spook Who Said Beside the Door. The main takeaway and plot of that book is we work in every major corporation and industry in America. We need to use that as a as a as a tool to elevate our people. That's what we need to do. We have a duty. We have a duty to do that. You have a duty Whether you agree with it or not, things are not going to get no better until we take control over our destiny and our reality. And it takes people who are highly intelligent to step up and help the people that we complain about all day and all night. Nothing going to change just talking about what's going on in the hood the in the black on black crime and all of the lack of jobs in the community and the teenage obesity and pregnancy in the community and all the poor health that goes on in the community. Ain't nothing that going to change if the people who got the degrees from Harvard, Yale and all the other major colleges universities are not going to use that knowledge that they have in their positions to bring back that and build for self to build the community up. We here, we are here and we're part of this nation. And therefore we all have a duty to do something to make our communities and neighborhoods better, not run from it. Nipsey Hussle didn't run from it. So the book, the spook who set, by the door was kinda like how Nipsey was making his moves simply because he was finding knowledge and bringing it back. He was finding ideas, he was elevating his hood, elevating his community, elevating the people around him to make moves in order to bring about a better reality in our community. Woo! So I'm speaking from the heart, and I'm speaking with passion I'm speaking from, you know, no script This is what I think, feel, and believe So thank you for listening to Malik's Bookshelf And I think this episode I ain't came up with a title yet But it got to be something with Nipsey on it Because that's, that that was the inspiration for this, you know, this podcast today For this episode today is you know, and the things that I was talking about, it came from the heart, it came from the passion, you know. Books, you know, my Nipsey Hustle transformation tape. So that's what I have for this episode today: uh, the Nipsey Hustle experience, the Nipsey Hustle effect. I like that, the Nipsey Hustle effect. That's what I think that this episode should be called the nipsey hustle effect i hope you enjoyed it thank you come check out malik's books we're online as well as uh have two stores in uh los angeles and one in cove city so hey thank you peace thanks for listening to malik's bookshelf where topics on the shelf are books culture and community be sure to subscribe and leave me a review Check out my Instagram at Malik Books. See you next time.